Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone. Thanks a lot for tuning in. <clears throat> and we got Larry on his phone down there in the Southland. Hi, Larry. Hey, Stuart. Um... Why don't we begin, well, let me first read one little tiny verse of Scripture. They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. So when you're talking about Davos, when you're talking about the UN and who and all that and those leaders, they are of the world, and they speak of the world and it's strange enough even the ufo knots come here <clears throat> and what do they speak about the world new world order new political order new economic order new religious order it's all of this world and jesus told you to get out of this world and we're running out of time to do that so <laughs> anyway i just thought that was kind of interesting larry let's start with uh you said you had a couple of comments you wanted to make yeah one i was going to share uh you know and you 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 continually encourage people to write us and send us messages and and uh i got a really good letter yesterday in the mail from tom and doris and uh they're in alabama and Mm -hmm. i wanted to read this because this is they they put a note into it and, and this is really interesting and they're a follower of the night shadows programs and anyway, he says, uh, let's see, blah, 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 enjoying, you know, the shows. I said, your recent talk about dimensions within dimensions reminded Doris as a little girl in Germany observing in the mid-1950s a low, slow, gliding, bullet-shaped object, noiseless and wingless, defying gravity, gliding by in a cow pasture in in Germany. says, uh, our time in MUFON brought no insight on the object. Your talk on the subject helped us to realize the size of the floating object might not have mattered at all. When Doris uh, wanted to approach the object, it glided about 75 meters away and then zipped disappeared into nothing i wondered if perhaps they planted something inside her because her brain is amazing like none others i've ever encountered and so there you are kudos doris for having a great brain but uh it's it's really interesting and he says anyway he says you guys keep trying to warn folks of the current deceptions and upcoming delusions that satan has planned and he, he mentioned also something that I thought of and I thought interesting, too, even though he wasn't talking about particularly the church or Israel. Uh, he said he just made a comment, said uh, the kingdom of God, he said, is mentioned 70 times in the New Testament. 
And I thought that was kind of interesting, considering the dating of the uh, of Israel. Yes. No, particularly because uh, seventy years, and then we have the delay of four years. It's found in the fig tree parable. So seventy four years. Well, now we are there. <laughs> So we're just going to have to wait and see what happens. But it was interesting, the description of that object appears to be a, um, what do they call those things? Um, they're from, they're kind of like a cow magnet. They look like a cow magnet, if anybody's familiar with those. They're just an elongated cosmosphere. A friend of mine driving a school bus with a whole bunch of kids in it, saw one about same height, maybe 75 to 100 feet above the ground, just gliding along. He estimated it was maybe 100 feet long. And uh, total chrome-like appearance, but shaped like a uh, a cow magnet. And uh, they have uh, a rounded, they're just a tube with two rounded ends. And uh, the kids even saw it, and they just watched it as it uh, <clears throat> came across the road in front of them and uh, just continued on. So this is real. These things are real. And uh, they had a picture of one at La Palma, if you remember, Larry. Remember that elongated circular object that they took a video oh, I, of? I, yeah, I do remember that. And by the way, some people refer to them as cylinders. Yes. And uh, oddly enough, you know, I've seen one of those flying in the sky, totally silent, and the sun gleaming off of the uh, what looked like a complete silver finish of the color of it. And, yeah, there have been a lot of people spot those things. Yeah, I saw two of them, actually, uh, driving down I-94. I was headed into Menominee, Wisconsin. And uh, I happened to look up, and at first I just thought it was a uh, an airliner that was just in a bank, so I couldn't see the wings, and I couldn't see the tail. It was in kind of a steep bank, and I thought, well, that's kind of odd. And as I looked at it, uh, it was obvious it was, like you were just describing, a long cylinder object, very chrome-like in appearance. And then we saw a second one. And I was wondering if I was seeing things, <laughs> but only a, uh, they said maybe four to five hundred Wisconsinites saw it, and and evidently they had come down. There was a big solar storm in progress at that time, and it appears that they had maybe come down uh, to uh, just ride out the storm before they uh, went back to wherever it is they were going. Now, these cosmospheres can be huge. They can be up to a mile long or even two miles long. You've got to remember, folks, these uh, anti-gravity engines, they make whatever it is uh, weightless uh, anti-gravity engine. Uh, you could take the Great Pyramid in Egypt, and if you could put an anti-gravity uh, engine within it or below it, it'd be light as a feather. You could... You could Play with it with your finger. It'd be that light. And uh, it's just amazing. Anyway, what else you got there, Larry? Boy, that's a good one. Well, I thought we would uh, 
share real quick about the recent, we, we mentioned it almost the closing hours, I guess, of the uh, show uh, last week, and it's the new Barry Rothman Torah Code that he did on May the 22nd, 2022, and it was very interesting because why Russia invaded Ukraine? And, of course, uh, there's been a lot of consternation. There's been lots of uh, claims and counterclaims and, and a lot of political rhetoric. But, oddly enough, uh, Rothman <coughs> made these comments. He said this <coughs> – excuse me – he says the space ark is supposedly buried under sand dunes in the Olesky Sands Park in Ukraine with sand dunes clearly in the matrix. He says the Russians claim to be fighting Nazis in Kherson, Ukraine, and Dr. Michael Sala claims they are after an alien space ark. The space ark is encoded with Kherson, uh, Russians, and the Fourth Reich. In the code, now there's six in the code that are that's kind of interesting, the matrix that it makes. Uh, number one, space arc. And you know, this is what's odd, Stuart. You know, I was thinking, uh, I know people hear us read off these things, but who would have ever thought, literally, who would have ever thought that uh, in the year 2022, somebody would do a Torah code matrix research project search of the Torah for embedded words, and the first word to pop out is space arc. Now, who would have ever thought such a thing if those words would show up? Because remember, Stuart, when people just read the, well, especially the King James Bible, but when they just read the Bible, it's uh, pretty much of the earth, if you will. <laughs> I mean, yes. You know, and... and it sounds phenomenal, but anyway, here it is. Number one, space arc. Number two, Kherson. Number three, Russian. Number four, fourth, five, Reich. Six, sand dunes. You couldn't find a matrix, Stuart, that any more clear what that's actually talking about. Yeah, and this is what Dr. Seller and, uh, and many others have been warning about they're going to start digging up all this stuff they're going to start finding the ancient technology which is most likely based upon frequencies and uh, they're going to unlock a lot of these secrets and uh, I, it's, it's coming folks it's just one more sign of how close we actually are and you're right I mean how could they find out that that explains what they're looking for so closely it's uncanny and there it is in the old testament torah uh the lord is warning us i believe of the strong delusion because all of this i believe is going to be tied to the arrival uh you go back into genesis 6 what did we have an arrival and uh, that set the stage for the evolutionary conspiracy and it set the stage for uh, an invasion uh, that would come at the last days. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be. Well, Noah was around when the first arrival came and probably was very familiar with what was going on. Uh, it's just amazing. It really is. Speaking about old times, did you see that video of that creature? 
on top of the mountain, Larry? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that thing was 40, maybe 50 feet high. It sounds ridiculous, but we had heard that they had broken out, that some of the giants were now out of stasis and were going to uh, begin to surface. And there was a second one on a snow-capped mountain, not quite as big, I don't think. Uh, the other one, there were some semi-trucks and cars running by, so you had a better chance of uh, measuring how tall this thing was. And what was interesting to me was it seemed like it had bent over catching its breath. you got to remember, folks, that when these things were on the earth, the oxygen levels were much, much higher and I believe the gravity was much lower, which allowed them to get as big as they were. Well, everything has changed. So this is going to be very, very interesting. We already know they've run into giants that are like, I don't know, 15, 20 feet tall. The largest one, according to uh, uh, what I can find anyway, is uh, around 35 feet tall. And I interviewed Klaus Dona, who has been digging these things up. And I think about the largest one he talked about was like 25 feet tall. Uh, these things are real. And if they come back, <laughs> you don't want to meet one. Let's put it that way. They're probably quite hungry. <laughs> anyway, uh, what else you got, Larry? You want to talk well, I was, about. I was also thinking, you know, Michael Sala, you, you mentioned the word frequency when you were talking about the code. And yep. oddly enough, Michael Sala, if you're, you know, I know a lot of people don't follow him at all, uh, but he says that what alerted uh, the U.S. And, and Russian government and some of these other people, these researchers, was that these arcs begin to uh, emit a frequency, a certain frequency, suddenly one one in the uh, I think the area of the uh, Bermuda Triangle, I believe, and and uh, oh. you know the one uh, they say there's one in the Siberia, one in Kherson, U Ukraine. There's supposed to be another small one near Kiev, if that's possible, and possibly some others are go are going to begin to emit and show up. But what is odd, you know, I got to think it, Stuart. Remember that old uh black knight satellite from years yes. ago that was actually yes. circling and it was actually uh orbiting in the wrong location for earth satellites and you know they never i don't think they ever figured out what that was there were rumors they broke into it but i'm wondering if that was a device that uh let someone somewhere else know what was going on on planet earth and with those arcs and wonder, you know, if you think things are crawling out of the ground, wonder what could come out of one of those arcs. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they already went into one very similar space arc on the moon. And that's where they found the Mona Lisa. And uh, <clears throat> that looked very much like that strange, very strange orbiting, um, I guess you could call it, they saw it. there was argument over what it was. But let's say it was an asteroid. Some scientists said, no, it was not an asteroid. It couldn't have been an asteroid because its speed changed. It was under intelligent control. 
and uh, it looked very similar to what they found on the moon. And it came through and kind of went through the solar system, uh, maybe just monitoring, finding out. Remember the movie, uh, what was the name of that movie in Star Trek? Um Going oh, uh, home. Going home. Voyager, Remember the, the probe. Voyager. Yeah, the yes. Voyager probe. Voyager. Well, that was the first one. Then they did another one called, I think, Going Home, and there was this probe that came through, and it was looking for whales. And when it couldn't find yeah. any whales, uh, it started to really raise havoc with the planet Earth. That was a pretty good movie, actually. It's one of their better ones. And uh, there's, folks, this is all real. I know people just roll their eyes. But when you have seen these things, and I was a professional pilot for a number of years. That was my main profession. And uh, as an aviator, uh, you see some very strange things. And uh, you learn not to report them because it's not good for your health. It's not good for your uh um, employment health is the way I should word it. <laughs> they, they don't want airline pilots and they don't want pilots in, in large reporting on this stuff. And now they're trying to get people to report on it. I would never report to a government agent if I'd seen one and or it landed in my yard and I got to talking to the alien. I would not report it. It's just not a good, smart thing to do. The government is so corrupt now and is after technology to the point where they'll do anything to get a hold of it. These idiots uh, are biblically clueless because if they had read the Bible, they would know we're going to have an arrival. And they would also know it's not good for humanity's health. Let's put it that way. Yeah, weird stuff, Larry. Uh, and I think we're going to hear more. You know, we've been warning people, you're going to see some paranormal things. Those videos of those giants, uh, as far as I can see, they're legit. And um, if so, then one of those entities is uh, a good 40 feet high, if not higher. And you may remember that our special forces groups ran into a giant, and it killed uh, a bunch of our soldiers. They finally did bring it down. But it just proves the reality of what the Bible says. It's all coming to pass. Anyway, people just don't believe it. Anyway, uh, got anything else you want to talk well, about? Well, I was going to – well, what was interesting, too, is – a word that just came out of Glenda Lomax, and I can't tell people this is true. I mean, I can't vet it. It's a prophetic word, but it's a, it's an odd word. And she titled it uh, Only for a Time. And this is the word she got. Now, this is really strange, Stuart, and it made me think of all kind of things that might happen, but I, I don't know. It says, this is the word, and I quote, Danger comes suddenly for my children from the nighttime sky. Danger with no warning. Be ready. The evil one plots against my people. Many unsaved will perish on that night. And that's basically it, Stuart. And, and I, you know, I was thinking, I was thinking, wow, oh. 
uh, an arrival yeah. of some kind that's really, really beyond our ability to understand it or uh, something, you know, uh, strikes the earth or gravity wave or uh, uh, energy, I, all kind of things I was thinking of, Stuart. What do you think? Well, you know, that reminds me of uh, <clears throat> Caspol from the U.K. Remember him? And he died, yeah. I think, yeah. or w- w- vanished, so we assume he died. Uh, but anyway, he said that they had developed these uh, weapons, but they were finding out that certain people were not affected by them. But what a good way to, uh, it might even be a reference to a fake rapture event uh, that some people have brought forth. And even Red Elk talked about it, and he called it a fake rapture. Now, you've probably, most people listening, have seen these so-called movies or pictures of the rapture event in which there is a tractor beam, a beam of light that comes down and picks people up. They've even got it on videotape, and these are legitimate tapes, uh, one from the U.K. where they picked up a whole truck, uh, and it was videotaped. And and so the, these are track, what we call tractor beams. We don't know how they work, uh, but there's enough evidence to uh, at least conclude properly, maybe, that the rapture event that they have portrayed is, in fact, a fake. Because if you go into the scriptures in Thessalonians, it talks about the rapture, and so it does in, Corinth, in the book of First, uh, Second Corinthians. It's a vanishing, instantaneous, in a split less than a split second, uh, his people, Jesus' people, are taken out. They're just removed. They vanish. No tractor lights, nobody just seeing everybody rise up like they have in these movies. That's, That's all fake. However, that might be how a fake rapture would occur. So if you see that happen, uh, Red Elk said, run down into your basement and hide. and hide. You don't want anything to do with it. It's a fake. And uh, don't go outside and be looking for it. If Jesus wants you, you could be in the deepest mine on the planet, and he's gonna, you're just going to vanish. We don't know the technology of the Lord. I don't even think you could probably call it technology. It is so advanced. So any of this kind of stuff that you see, uh, like uh, the tractor beams and people floating up into the air, is likely a total hoax, and you need to run from it. Uh, Anyway, Larry, what do you think about that? Well, as you were... As you were sharing that, I was kind of thinking of not the first War of the Worlds movie, H.G. Wells, but the remake with Tom Cruise. Remember those uh, yes. in the invasion? They took all of those people up, and all their clothes fell to the ground. Yes, I do. And uh, lightning bolts were in, involved in that. Uh, kind of interesting uh, on all that, because they came down through these lightning bolts. Uh, Satan, 
as it comes as lightning. I beheld Satan as lightning fall. Uh, there's a lot of uh, we're beginning into something else <laughs> on that, which maybe we could touch on Friday night when we have more time. Anyway, uh, apocalyptic global food crisis that we were told to prepare for has already begun in 2022. And we got natural disasters, drought, floods, bizarre heat waves, cold waves, climate change, erratic weather, all coming together in a perfect storm as God judges America and the world for their refusal to accept Jesus Christ and do as he commanded. It's, it's really going to get really nasty, folks. And then uh, there's this one, Bill Gates, draconian plans for humanity. Uh, very interesting because nobody voted for Bill Gates. But he, wrote, he just released a book, um, Chapter 1. I'll just go through this briefly. Chapter 1, learn from COVID. 2, create a pandemic prevention team. 3, get better at detecting outbreaks early. There's only one way they can do that, folks, and that is if you're wired. Help people protect themselves right away. Isolation, et cetera, et cetera. Masking, blah, blah, blah. Find new <clears throat> treatments fast. Get ready to make vaccines. That was number six. Seven, practice, practice, practice. Number eight, close the health gap between the rich and the poor countries. Chapter nine, make and fund a plan for preventing pandemics and the afterward, how COVID changed the course of our digital future. Folks, if you can't figure out this has all been well planned out to bring in a draconian new world order. And by the way, at Davos, they're coming right out and saying they have the power to impose all of this upon all the nations. They have also said no nation should resist what we're doing. Can you imagine that? No nation. This is what they're telling everybody. No nation should resist what we're going to do. Isn't that amazing? Uh, so they're unelected. Nobody paid any attention to them. Now they've got the power through the money they have. And they are, I believe, the leaders of the Psalm 2 conspiracy. Anyway, what's your, uh, what else you got, Larry, you want to talk about? Well, I was going to mention, and, and you mentioned Davos, and this kind of links into it because uh, it appears we may be on the cusp of a World War III if things don't change, but uh, nor, uh, of all people now, uh, one of the better reporters that are going on in Davos is Noor Bin Laden. And uh, oddly enough, she's uh, working for the war room and get her and posting. And she posted this today after some of the meetings. She says, no treaty with the U.N. and who at the moment, but now talking international instrument and an international global health passport scenario. So they seem to be pivoting, Stuart. Uh, they're going to try to do it one way or the other. Now, what's interesting, too, on top of that, is there's two main players, two of these rulers, if you will, or the elite, that, and I'll try to hurry. I know we're running out of time. But uh, 
This is a headline from uh, Yahoo News. Henry Kissinger, because it's, and I don't know, maybe they're good cop, bad cop, but but I guess we'll see. (laughs) Henry Kissinger urges West to stop trying to give Russia a crushing defeat in Ukraine, settle the war for Europe's stability. At Davos, Kissinger warns that continued war with Russia is a very bad mistake. Now, on the other hand, George Soros at Davos, George Soros warns Putin must be defeated to save civilization from World War III. And at the Davos meetings, Soros is reminding others the only way to save civilization is to defeat the Russian leader. What do you think, Stuart? Well, I would agree, actually, with uh, Soros uh, in some ways, but I can understand Kissinger's position because this is, is going to uh, lead to World War III, no question about it. And that is going to change the world forever, even if the new world order never came into being. If we have uh, all these missiles being launched, uh, th- that changes everything. Now, as far as Soros is concerned, he's right, but he's also wrong. There's no way we can take out Russia and China. It can't be done. We waited way too long. If you wanted to take out Russia and China, we should have done it in World War II. When, uh, who was that famous general? Um, Can't remember his name right now. MacArthur. Oh, Patton. Well, MacArthur also was for China, take Take, take China out right now, and we can do it. And uh, it was uh, General Patton that said we need to take Russia out. Nobody paid any attention to it because it wasn't in the script. Anyway, thanks a lot, Larry, for coming on. We'll see you on Friday, the Lord willing. Heads up. Things are really cooking along. Anyway, good night, folks. <clears throat>